0: This is Parked Up Plus, the place of pace for motor racing news thanks to Race Fuels. From supercars to club racing, Race Fuels keeps Australian motorsport moving, supplying premium products when and where racers need it. And fueling the latest news and views is Parked Up Plus. Coming up, SVG on his Le adventure and why his Trans Am plan is still alive. Bassett's wildcard boss looks overseas for star co-driver. Latest Supercar's silly season speculation as Sandown and New Zealand look set to go ahead. Plus, hold on to your hats, Supercar's secret new pie partner revealed. All this and more straight ahead on Parked Up Plus with Mark Fogarty. Hi there, race fans. Supercar's champ Shane Van Gisbergen is set to make his debut in the Le Mans 24 Hours this weekend. After two attempts scuttled by COVID, Van Gisbergen has made it to Le Mans for the the twice-around-the-clock Endurance Classic. He'll partner Brazilian GT Ace Felipe Fraga and British Formula E star Sam Bird in a Ferrari 488 in the GTE Pro Class. SVG has been in Europe since just after the weekend at Winton for the supercars, and he attended the Monaco Grand Prix as a guest of Red Bull. He's been in Le Mans since late last week and can't wait until he gets his first serious laps of the famous La Sasse circuit in official practice late Wednesday Australian time.
1: It's been on my list for quite a while. and never been able to get the dates to line up or COVID-directed
0: a couple of years ago, so it would be cool to, um, cool to finally get on track. And you're in Lamont Mans already because it's the longest week in motor racing. How's the atmosphere yeah. there? Yeah, it's crazy. Like arriving on last
1: um, Wednesday, I think it was. Mm. Yeah, last Thursday I got to the track, and you know, seeing all the teams already there and everyone prepping and all the cars and bits, like it's amazing how early all the prep starts and how how much atmosphere there is already, like a week out from the race. So pretty cool to to see. It's very different to anything I've experienced before. So yeah, I'm looking forward to the to the race week itself, though, and seeing seeing how big the big the event
0: is once it all starts. And of course, it's an awesome track. You must be looking forward to getting your teeth into that. Yeah, so driven driven a bit of it on the
1: on the car. You know, it's obviously public road, so you can mm-hmm. drive down pretty much the back half of the track, and then. Uh, I've walked around the front half, so yeah, it looks like a cool track with the big curbs and and stuff like that. So, um, but even a GT car is not like a V8, so I have to switch my brain over on, on how to attack the curbs and make a car last. But um, yeah, the way the track is, and um, but then I guess getting used to the traffic will probably be the biggest the biggest thing for me. But um, yeah, the track itself should be okay.
0: What preparation have you been able to do? I guess some simulator work?
1: Yeah, I've done, done simulator stuff and then got a bit of onboard and then I've watched or skimmed through um, some of last year's race. So, and that was quite good with the wet conditions and, and the drying track and stuff. So, yeah, trying to just get as much of a heads up as I can before I get on the track.
0: Van Gisbergen admits he has no idea if his Riley Motorsports-run Ferrari is a contender for class honours.
1: Oh, I got no idea. Um, it's it's interesting to to see. You know, we're the only private car in the in the GT Pro class. The rest are obviously factory cars. Um, but we have a pretty good lineup, and the Riley team I've worked with before they're 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 awesome. They're really really sharp operators. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, I don't I don't know how GT Pro works fully, you know, people play a lot of games with power and engine maps and stuff like that, so I really don't know. Like, I hear that there's a lot of sandbagging in the next couple of days, and then you get to the race and see how good your car is, so I, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know the answer to your question.
0: Well, it sounds like, one way or another, it's going to be a great adventure.
1: Oh, it should be awesome. I can't wait. I think, um, I think it's going to be really good, and, you know, as I said, the team's awesome, and my drive, co-drivers are pretty good as well. Met... Felipe Sam racing uh, Formula E in Jakarta mm-hmm. so he, he's turning up late but you know Felipe is someone I've followed for a while and he's going awesome so um, the team atmosphere is really cool
0: and of course after this big race you're going to have to zoom back to Darwin to pick up yep. in the supercars that's going to be a bit of a scramble isn't it
1: yeah I've, um, it's, it's something I haven't done for a few years I guess with COVID travel but it's not something that's new to me but I ride Morning, I think. So i got got three, two or three days to get back on the time zone and get used to the heat, I guess, over there. But um, yeah, it shouldn't be too bad to travel.
0: The early signs are good, though, because Fraga set the GTE pace in Sunday's pre race test. The big race will be shown live and exclusively on Stan Sport. Now, competing in the famed Le Mans 24 Hours ticks off another box for the versatile Van Gisbergen. Who is still eyeing Trans Am? As we revealed a while back, he was facing resistance to his plan to contest the low cost V8 series starting at Bathurst at Easter. SVG missed the whole meeting when he caught COVID, but he's now looking to drive Tim Shaw's Camaro at the next Speed Series round at Queensland Raceway in August. Now, we understand there is still pressure on him not to race in Trans Am and that he needs clearance from Triple Eight. Team boss Jamie Wincup was initially supportive, but outside forces have been in play. Surprise, Bathurst 1000 wildcard entrant Michael Anderson is trying to secure a big name co-driver. We hear Anderson is in talks with an IndyCar star or even a leading NASCAR runner to partner him at Mount Panorama. The ambitious Bathurst builder is stepping up from Super 3 and Super 2 as a driver entrant to run a DJR-assisted Mustang in the October Classic. Anderson spoke exclusively to Parked Up Plus about his potentially headline-grabbing co-driver plan. To be honest
2: with you, it is... um... I've had ever since the... we had definitely had some discussions before that with different drivers. We can't say who and why and when, um, but we've ever since the Friday of this coming, um, been actually announced to the world, I suppose, uh, that we've had um, people inquire about driving from all over the world, to be honest. Um, there's drivers there that have said, getting an opportunity. I think most people now realise the biggest thing is it's in a DJR Team Penske Mustang. It's not like a, um, a car that hasn't got any pedigree uh, whatsoever. Like to me it's one of the biggest, te- or it is the biggest team over the last, especially uh, 10 years that have actually shown uh, um, that they've got the speed, got the drivers and as I said, their um, cars, their outfit, everything they sort of work together towards. It is sort of the penny of the sport, when uh, Roger got involved, he got involved in a very big way and it definitely is showing. um, That was probably the biggest part for me, going down the line of the DJR um, Mustang rather than um, other Mustangs around was basically, as I said, they were the unbeatable car, to be honest, uh, especially when Scotty was here. Um, Him and the car were basically an unstoppable duo in the team, um, as much so.
0: So you're not ruling out a high-profile co-driver from overseas?
2: Not, not ruling out anything. The biggest thing that um, we've got uh, to look into and that sort of thing is the world we live in today uh, with COVID, COVID lockdowns, all this sort of thing. So not only that we got to have an A driver, I suppose, lined up that we would like to work towards, but, um, yeah, definitely a B and C to um, keep in the mist as well. Um, but, yeah, we've got a few... Um, options we want to try and do. I'm not ruling out anyone from Australia, certainly not either, um, the ones we talk with as well. So, um, yeah, that's a bit, to, a bit to play out, but we've got a little bit of time now before we need to start really pushing forward with our test days and that sort of thing as well. But, um, yeah, no, definitely at this point, nothing's 100% locked in.
0: You'll hear the full interview with Michael Anderson about making his Bathurst 1000 dream come true on Parked Up on Thursday. Still to come, Supercars Delicious Deal. More after this short break.
3: Hey there, race fans. We think Parked Up is great, but if you need a change of pace and tone, tune into the Girls on the Grid podcast with Priya Richards and Tanea McLeod. It's all motorsport, but spoken from a female point of view. Girls on the Grid, every Monday on all your favourite podcast platforms.
0: You're listening to Parked Up Plus. Plenty happening in supercars ahead of the Darwin Triple Crown next week. V8 living legend Craig Lowndes has confirmed he will race on at least next year. Lowndes ruled out that this year will be his last Bathurst 1000 at the announcement that he'll take over the 888 wildcard entry this October. Backed again by Supercheap Auto, the Supercars fan favourite will be partnered with 888 Super 2 protege Declan Fraser. It'll be Lowndes' 29th Bathurst 1000 start. He has at least another year on his guest contract with Triple Eight. Team boss Jamie Wincup confirmed he'll return alongside Brock Feeney, while Garth Tander will again partner Shane Van Gisbergen. Big question Will Lowndes and Wincup be match fit by Bathurst? Well, Lowndes has had a light racing schedule so far, and Wincup, well, he hasn't even driven in anger since the end of last season. Some Super 2 cameos could be on the cards. Sandown safe and New Zealand going ahead. Supercars is set to stick with its full 13 event schedule, keeping Sandown in Melbourne as a return to Pukekohe looks likely. Subject to final approval by the Supercars board, New Zealand is going ahead with a mix and match solution to soaring air freight costs. Cars and equipment will head east across the Tasman by sea after Sandown in August, returning by air after Pukekohe in September in time for the Bathurst 1000. To cut costs, non-essential kit will come back by sea freight. The return to Kiwiland is still going to be costly, but teams want to go back to secure trans-Tasman commercial support. The decision to keep Sandown on the schedule is good news for fans as the track's life is limited to the next five years at most. The Springvale site is destined for residential redevelopment. And it's all go for the Gold Coast 500, now scheduled as the penultimate round with the Adelaide 500 returning as the season finale in December. Absent since 2019 due to COVID, the Surfers Paradise Street Race event will be a single-driver twin 250-kilometre race affair. Pre-COVID plans for night racing are on hold, although we do hear that the Queensland Government is still keen to light up the track in the future. Meanwhile, money and resources have been reallocated to revive the Adelaide 500. Amid continued rumblings about cost overruns, Gen 3 testing is about to resume. The next-gen Camaro and Mustang prototypes are now due to undergo a mini VCAT aero test late this week. Supercars will measure preliminary downforce figures in straight-line runs on a runway at Townsville's main Wellcamp Airport. It's an early indicator only, as the Mustang shape will change slightly with the introduction of the new Lock S650 7th generation model. Supercars' silly season is getting restless. None of the really big names are up for grabs, but a couple of key positions are, shall we say, fluid. Latest gossip is that Will Davison will be replaced at DJR despite scoring the team's only win so far this season. DJR is said to be courting Will Brown to join ex-Erebus teammate Anton B. Pasquale. Zane Goddard has also been mentioned as DJR looks to the future. So what's next for Devo, who is clearly still competitive? Well, if he doesn't re-sign with DJR, his most likely destination looks to be Premier Racing. The former Team Sydney has high ambitions and team owner Peter Zebris knows he needs an established star to progress. Chris Pither and Gary Jacobson, both of whom have been solid so far this season, are driving for their supercars futures. As we outlined last week, the other high-profile driver out of contract at the end of the season is Mark Winterbottom, while Fabian Coulthard is looking to get back in. Still to come, supercars pastry coup.
1: Racing cars need racing fuel, and race fuels is the best, most convenient way to power through your next meeting. Our famous Elf Race 102 is the control fuel of choice for the Touring Car Masters. It's available at the Bowsers at Sydney Motorsport Park and the Bend, and it's available in Drums at Winton. Imported direct from France, Elf Race 102 is affordable horsepower. For more details, head to racefuels.com.au.
2: You're
0: listening to Parked Up Plus. Next week's Darwin Triple Crown will be Supercars Indigenous Round. We'll see a rash of First Nation-themed liveries this week. Supercars has followed the AFL and NRL with a round that pays tribute to Aboriginals. Now, it's not quite the same because Indigenous players have long starred in the AFL, for example. There have been no ethnically Aboriginal drivers so far, although there are initiatives to change that. It's compulsory for all supercars teams to race in Darwin with Indigenous-themed liveries. Of those still to be revealed, we hear that Walkinshaw Andretti United and Red Bull Ampole Racing have come up with stunning First Nation tributes. No local racing action over the weekend, but plenty going on overseas, which leads to Naya McLeod, host of our sister podcast, Girls on the Grid, to wrap up.
3: Aussie Will Power took victory in the last IndyCar Detroit Grand Prix at Belle Isle, holding off Andretti Autosports' Alexander Rossi in a thrilling affair. Power charged from 16th as he held off Rossi in a tense battle to finish as Kiwi Scott Dixon took third. New Zealander Scott McLaughlin finished one lap down in 19th as teammate Power moved to the top of the standings, three points ahead of Indy 500 winner Marcus Ericsson. Power's win was one of two top-line victories for Team Penske over the weekend, with the organization's NASCAR driver Joey Logano entering victory lane at Gateway International Raceway. Second was Kyle Busch, ahead of Brother Kurt. In MotoGP, a dominating ride saw championship leader Fabio Quartararo extend his title lead by winning the Catalan MotoGP at Barcelona, from Ducati pair Jorge Martin and Johan Zarco. However, there was a late-race drama when Aprila's Alex Esprago celebrated a lap earlier by mistake dropping from second to fifth. In Formula E's first appearance in Jakarta, New Zealand ace Mitch Evans took victory, defeating Jean-Éric Vergne and Eduardo Marta. The World Rally Championship headed to rally Italia Sardinia and saw Hyundai take its first win of the hybrid era. Estonian Ott Tenik was the victor. And finally, after three years in hiatus, the return of the iconic Isle of Man TT has been marred by two fatalities as the two-week event enters its halfway point. Welsh rider Mark Puzzlow succumbed to injuries last Wednesday after an incident during practice, soon followed by the death of French sidecar racer Oliver Laverel on Sunday. As a result, the sidecar segment of the event will not be contested. Peter Hickman won the opening superbike race of the event on Saturday as racing continues this week. That's the Motorsport News from Home and Abroad. I'm Tania McLeod, reporting for Parked Up Plus.
0: Finally, we can reveal exclusively that Supercars has a new pie deal. It'll be announced later this week that South Australia's Village Pies is the new hot pastry supplier. Pies, sausage rolls, and other delights will be the official pastries of Supercars. Seems Team 18 Scott Pie may have gone too early with his Scott Pizza name change. Scott Pie, get it? would be the perfect front man for the official pie of supercars for 2022. And on that terrible pun, that's it for now. Back this time next week with the latest news and views on what's happening in motorsport. In the meantime, tune in to Parked Up with Grant Rowley and yet another special guest on Thursday for more discussion and debate on local and international racing. I'm Mark Fogarty. Thanks for listening.
3: You've just listened to another Network R production.